Don't you just love how the media suddenly cares about the mishandling of classified documents? I mean, for years, they downplayed, they poo-pooed when Hillary stored thousands of classified emails in her server, email server, in her basement. Essentially, this server was, like, assembled by some teenager. She got off a Craigslist, and the media told us that that was no big deal. And now Trump has a few documents that were probably mistakenly brought to Mar-a-Lago, hiding in the closet, sitting there in the closet, being stored, that he had a right to declassify as president, and suddenly this is now mishandling of classified documents became the crime of the century. Pretty amazing. Look, we knew this day would come, and it has arrived. Trump indicted on 37 counts. Oh, 37 counts. It is pure theater, these bogus charges. Don't buy into it. You're going to hear a lot of hype. You're going to hear a lot of things. It's so carefully designed. Number one, 31 of the charges are identical. Just happened to different documents. So that's how these federal charges work as they pile on. It's like they did to Shalom Rabashkin. They just pile on the same charge again and again because it happened to a different document. We'll get to all the details of that. But it's pure theatrics, carefully crafted headlines designed to appear scandalous until you actually look at the facts and realize that... This whole thing is fabricated. Look, and I'm here. I'm not, I don't want to convince you. I don't want to persuade you. I, I, I don't want to, like, give you, inject my opinion and my bias here. I'm just going to lay out that we report, you decide, lay out the facts. You can decide for yourself. I, we have, the like, the, perhaps the most intelligent audience on the planet. I mean, I hear you guys, the, the, the points you make, the observations you make, you call me, the questions you ask, the challenges that you make to what I say. And a lot of times you email me, josh at vinnews.com, josh at vinnews.com. So I'll lay it out. You decide for yourself. But here's what you read. Look, I don't know how this is going to end. Okay. We don't, is Trump going to end up in jail? We have no idea. All bets are off. I would love to sit here and say, oh, it's not going to happen. But look, we see the people who are in control are so terrified of him. They view him as such a threat that we have no idea the length they're going to go to. But one thing is clear. The rules are out the window. Okay, any rules that, you know, for example, federal prosecutions generally have a 90 percent conviction rate. Okay, they're extremely because they once they set up a case against you, when they build a case, they're very careful to do it. And they only prosecute if they have a surefire case. So 90% conviction rate off the charts, okay? That does not apply here. Those rules are out the window because this is a political witch hunt. They're not doing this because they feel they built a strong case. They felt they needed to get rid of Trump, and therefore they manufactured a case from thin air. So all the normal rules are out the window. However, with that said, let me make a few points here. Number one, there was no crime. I'm going to explain why. Number two, Everybody's misunderstanding the charges. I mean, everybody. I keep reading so many media reports. I keep hearing these pundits on television being interviewed, and they are not understanding what the charges are even all about. You're going to hear it here first. The charges have nothing to do with classified documents. Classified And classified documents are mentioned all over the indictment because they want to make it look bad. But the actual crime, the crime, which is the Espionage Act, 31 counts of the Espionage Act, the Espionage Act has nothing to do with espionage, because, ironically, because that's how the government does things. They call it, I mean, it's just ridiculous, called the Espionage Act. But it has nothing to do with classified documents. It has to do with national defense documents, and I'm going to explain. And then the question is, why are they not charging Trump with a crime related to classified documents? I'll explain. Number three, remember what we have here, a Democrat administration, a DOJ that is controlled by the Democrats. And Merrick Garland, the attorney general, is a radical 
leftist woke partisan, okay? So you have a Democrat president indicting his opposition candidate, the leading opposition candidate and a former president, opposition president, okay? It's no different. What's happening here is no different than Vladimir Putin placing Alex Navalny in a Russian prison. Democrats literally have turned the DOJ into the modern-day KGB. The Soviets, see, here's the misconception. Well, what do you mean? But what about, didn't Trump, didn't they find a crime? Didn't Trump commit some crime? Didn't he store classified documents? There's always some underlying thing that they can pin it on. Do you, you, you know, when, when, when they, when the KGB puts somebody in prison, okay, when the Iranians, when the Ayatollah puts dissidents in prison or the Soviets, they find a crime or North Korea for that matter. They trump up a crime, okay? It's, it's not like they trump up charges. It's not like they just throw the person in jail and, say, you're not guilty of anything. They have this, like, fake process they go through. They put them on trial, and they bring charges, and they build a case. So there's always some kind of crime that's invented, that's manufactured. So, they, you know, they, they, there's no—it's it's not like they just throw them in jail with no pretext. It's crucial to realize that. You know, you'll say, well, this is not Soviet. You can't compare this to, so, to the Soviet Union. You can't compare this to Stalin using the KGB to put his— political opponents, or like I said, Putin and Navalny or the Ayatollah taking protesters who are just, they just want freedom. They just want to protest the evil regime. And he throws them in jail and tortures them. And well, but there, they don't have a crime. Here they have a crime. They always can find a crime. If they look hard enough, if they set you up the right way, they will find a crime. That's what's happened here. It was fabricated simply by conducting an investigation. You're going to basically force some sort of process crime or some sort of thing that looks like resembles obstruction. It's bogus. I'll explain. Number four we're up to. There's a big difference between like a let's assume there's a crime. I don't think there's a crime. I'll explain. But let's assume there's a crime. There's a very big distinction between an actual crime and some kind of petty jaywalking type of crime. You know, there was no destruction of evidence here, even by their own admission. Nobody gave any evidence over to, you know, any, any documents, secrets, classified info to foreign countries or anything like that, foreign operatives. They, they literally, they conducted an investigation. Trump worked, discussed with his lawyers, said, listen, what's our best way to handle this investigation? They want our documents. How can we handle this the right way? Didn't want to give all the documents over, didn't feel that the FBI had a right to it. And now they invented a, a process crime. Okay, so even if there's a crime, that it's not a big deal. It's not a crime that should ever be prosecuted. Certainly not a Democrat president indicting a Republican opposition party leader. Certainly not 37 counts. So that's a crucial distinction. Number five, think about the timing. It, this thing came down, this indictment came down the exact same day that a massive bombshell broke. And we're going to get into that implicating Joe Biden in a massive bribery scandal. Okay, is that a coincidence? Coincidence, okay? What, a, what, a, what an unbelievable coincidence that the very same day that Biden is implicated uh, in this massive bribery scandal, taking millions in return for political favors from Burisma, and we have now the proof it has been seen by multiple Congress people. That's just a random coincidence that the very same day is when the indictment is handed down. Number six, look at the double standard. Look at this blatant, vicious double standard where they indict Trump over these bogus charges, and yet Joe Biden is not going to be indicted. He'll, and, and with all the classified documents, with the bribery, with everything else, Hillary Clinton, even Obama, add Obama into the mix, add James Comey into the mix, add Andrew McCabe into the mix, and the laundry list of Democrats. And I mentioned Hunter. 
Hunter Biden. I mean, the the the, the most corrupt, politically connected, because I know he's not a politician, politically connected person on the planet. And yet Hunter Biden's walking around free, basically guaranteed they're colluding. We know about this from whistleblowers, the IRS and the DOJ and all of them. All the deep state members are colluding to not charge Hunter with a crime. Well, because what what did the uh, ATF say? They said, we're not going to charge him with a gun crime because he has no prior record. He has no priors. He has a clean record. He has, like, unbelievable. Yeah, I keep hearing about them just saying that the New York Times, I can't tell you how many times I've read these AP stories, New York Times stories saying, oh, you know, Joe Biden, these allegations about the bribery stuff, the document that we'll tell you about a little bit later, right? So that, that obviously... It doesn't amount to any. Obviously, there's no crime. There's no underlying crime there. Biden didn't. You know, obviously, the allegations are fake and false about Biden taking millions in bribes in foreign countries as VP because the FBI closed the investigation in 2020. So why would the FBI close the investigation if if there was actually something to this, if it actually had teeth, if there was actually a smoking gun? Like, hello, that that's it's circular logic. They closed the investigation because it's Biden and they want to protect Biden. So they shut down the investigation. And then, well, we shut down the investigation. Obviously, we didn't find anything. Well, no, you didn't find anything because you didn't bother the looking because it's like the election fraud thing. Oh, you know, we checked. We couldn't find anything. Boom, close the investigation. Oh, you see, we couldn't find anything. Because he didn't look. Uh, you know, Hunter Biden, he, he literally lied on a, on a gun application, committed multiple felonies. Yeah, we're not going to charge him because he has no prior record. Well, he has no prior record because they've been investigating him for years and they're not charging him with anything because he's Joe Biden's son. So now, well, since they're not charging him with anything, so he has no prior criminal record. He's clean. Hunter Biden, he, he, he's, he's as clean as can be. They're so corrupt. And yet the double standard here where Trump gets indicted Hillary walking around free, way more, more corrupt, guilty of way more crimes than anything they're charging Trump with, like I said, which are bogus to begin with, Joe Biden and so many others. It's unbelievable. It is disgraceful. I mean, they, literally Hillary's crimes make the allegations against Trump, assuming they're even accurate, look like jaywalking. All right. So we're going to spend this entire episode on the Trump indictment. And uh, then hopefully uh, tomorrow, Monday, we'll do a show on all the other news of the day because there's so much else going on, believe it or not. But obviously, this is the big topic of the day. Yossi Gestetner made a great point. Uh, you know, a lot of conservatives right now, here's what they're saying, okay? And I'm not going to name names, but, you know, you can imagine, you can, you know, you can use your imagination, Fox News, but also a lot of well-known conservative talk show hosts. Not all of them. Mark Levin is coming out passionately vehemently staunchly defending trump but you know there's many many especially on fox news and other places not going to name names who are saying listen this is you know this indictment is serious this is damaging yeah yeah ag Barr literally said trump is toast ag Barr, who obviously has a chip on his shoulder ag Barr, you know what happened was he felt that his reputation was tarnished after january 6th so he feels any association he has with Trump, he's got to distance himself. Okay, so that's A.G. Barr. And, and you know how much respect I have for a lot of the things A.G. Barr did. But he has been a monumental disappointment not coming to the defense of Trump and, 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 and siding with the deep state against Trump in so many of these instances. Again, because his own reputation as part of the swamp was tarnished, um, even though he joined Trump and he knew what he was getting himself into. So A.G. Barr says Trump is toast. That doesn't mean much to me. Alan Dershowitz is kind of he's 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 much stronger in his defense of Trump. He we'll read you. Alan Dershowitz wrote a very strong op-ed, uh, basically defending Trump. But even he is saying that Trump may be in trouble. But here's what's amazing. Okay, here's what like the conservative a lot of conservative pundits are saying. They're saying, look, 
these, this is bad. These indictments against Trump, these charges. And I read through a lot of the, you know, I read through the charges. So I'm going to give you the details shortly, but these charges are bad. This is damaging, but Hillary did the same thing. How dare they double standard? This is what they're saying. They're not saying, oh, you know what? This is a witch hunt. This is a hoax. Yet again, they're weaponizing the DOJ against Trump. They're not saying that. They're saying this looks bad. This makes Trump, you know, these are serious allegations. Trump may go to jail. You know, th- this is damaging, right? That's the thing. But like, that's how they're like, that's the, their spin is like, but what about Hillary? But look at the double standard. How could the DOJ only do this to Trump and not do it to Hillary? Which is, which is, uh, you know, I, th- for sure true. I mean, that, that, as we said, that, that's, that point is true. But Kistetner said, where were you people back in 2016 and 2015, 2017, when we were chanting lock her up? Now suddenly you wake up and now suddenly you want to, you, you, you want to indict Hillary. And you say, well, look at these serious charges, mishandled classified documents, which is not true. That's not the charges I'll explain, but mishandled classified documents. That's what they're saying Trump did. Well, what about Hillary? How do they explain not indicting Hillary? Ha ha. Look at the hypocrisy. Well, remember back in 2016 when we were chanting lock her up and a lot of these so-called conservative pundits, remember what they said? How can you lock Hillary up? She didn't have intent. That's not how you handle political opponents. Imagine if Trump, remember they said that we, I was begging Trump. Trump became president in 2017. And I was sitting here and I was begging, you know, he'll point somebody like Giuliani, forget Jeff Sessions, put an AG in place who says, I'm going to prosecute Hillary. I'm going to put her in jail where she belongs, where she belongs back since the Whitewater scandal back in the early 90s, okay? So many, so one of the most corrupt politicians in American history, Bill and Hillary Clinton. And what did these conservatives say? They said, you can't prosecute Hillary Clinton. You can't do that. How would that look? How would it look if if, if you indict Hillary Clinton? What did she do? Email servers in the basement? Please. She, you know, she, she didn't know what she was doing. She didn't realize. She didn't have intent. Now they wake up all these years later, now that they're charging Trump, and they're not saying, oh, well, Trump is innocent. They're saying, you know what? Trump is guilty, but Hillary's also guilty. We should, we should lock Hillary up also. Unbelievable how they always do this. They always wake up so many years later when it's way, way after the fact and suddenly decide that they agree with most, with, with all of, you know, those of us uh, who, who said it so many years ago. Great point. Gestetner. So look, here, here, let's go through the details here of the actual charges. 37 counts, okay? It's not 37 counts. That's overblown. They do that because they want to throw every single possible dart at Trump. So even if they knock down 33 out of 37 counts, they still convict him of four counts. Right now, he's he, like if he's convicted, it's not going to happen. He's not going to be convicted of 37 counts. And even if he is, he's not going to go to jail for 100 years. But like in theory, I think um, if he's guilty on all charges, it's like up to like 100 years in jail or something like that. That's not going to happen, but that's what they do. That's the game they play. So... Of those thirty-one, of those thirty-seven counts, it's thirty-one of the same count, and then six other counts. Basically, thirty-one counts involving, and we'll read you the details here, but involving um, possession of documents relating to national defense, illegal possession of documents. It's 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 a silly, bogus crime. This is a bogus crime, assuming that he even did it. It's the Espionage Act. It's called the Espionage Act. Okay, so that's thirty-one counts. Then you have another six counts, which are basically obstruction. They're just like different twists like each one is like like a different like tweak on obstruction but it's basically six counts of obstruction because they either denied having uh documents they didn't destroy any documents but uh they denied or they withheld documents from the fbi that were under subpoena so it's 31 counts of possession of the documents and it's just 31 different documents that's why it's really just one count over and over again and then the other six counts are essentially obstruction 
So the indictment is designed, and I'm going to give you some of the information that's leaked out. There's like supposedly this recording. There's a transcript of a recording that's supposed to make Trump sound bad. And then there's testimony of one of Trump's lawyers who says that Trump told him to mislead investigators. We have no idea if that's a fact or not. But what what happens is it looks like a scandal. And then you actually look at the details of the charges and they're bogus. And, you know, there's nothing to them. And let me and let me prove it. Let me prove it. Because there's not one charge of uh, relating at all to classified documents, to mishandling classified documents. I did a lot of research on this, okay? This is being so, so mischaracterized by the media, okay? They keep talking about mishandling of classified documents, and it's not true. It's the Espionage Act. The Espionage Act has nothing to do with classified documents. The Espionage Act is about documents related to national defense. Now, Mishandling of classified documents, okay, that would be extremely devastating to Trump if they charged him with mishandling of classified documents. So why not a single charge? You can look into this, research this, the 31 charges. They keep mentioning classified documents because they're trying to, like, make it sound as bad as possible. So what are the documents that he was in possession of that they say was illegal uh, was what, what was cla- documents that happened to be classified, but they could be non-classified. But if they're related to national defense and he's not supposed to have them based on some silly National Archives law, then they can charge him with the Espionage Act. The Espionage Act just basically means being in possession of documents that are national defense related when you don't have a position of power and you have no right to have them. And, it, and it's a silly I'll, – I'll read you from Dershowitz later – it's a silly law. It's a law that shouldn't even be on the books. A lot of Democrats can't stand the law, but now, of course, they're using it against – Trump. So now ask yourself, why would they not charge him with the mishandling of classified documents? It's a different statute. It's not mentioned anywhere in the 37 counts because very simply because they agree with everything Trump has said all along, which is that the president had the right to declassify the documents. It's an extremely weak. And that is that's why this is actually sounds so much worse than it is, because the media, every single media outlet from Fox News to CNN to The New York Times to the AP, the Trump classified document scandal, the Trump classified document scandal, right? Charges about mishandling classified documents. No, it's a lie. They happen to be classified, but he the, he wasn't charged with anything involving mishandling classified documents. Why? Because they know that that wouldn't stick because they know that as president, when he as soon as he removed them, that's considered declassifying. And we'll get to a recording later on, a transcript of a recording where Trump is supposedly admitting he didn't declassify. That's irrelevant. It's totally immaterial to the case. Another point is because they they realize because if you charge Trump with mishandling classified documents, then you got to charge Biden because Biden had classified documents stored in every office, like from Virginia to New York and all the way down to Florida. But Biden was basically I'm exaggerating a little, but Biden had like every office he's ever visited, like every every dentist office Biden ever visited. They're like turning up basically classified documents, 1800 plus classified documents. So how how ridiculous does it look? to charge Trump, who had the right to declassify, and not charge Biden, who has no right to declassify, especially he took them when he was VP. So that's really what's going on over here. So the 37 counts relate to violation of the Espionage Act, obstruction, um, conspiracy, and false statements, which are all basically, those last ones are all basically the same. <clears throat> now, the uh, here's the story, okay? The, the obstruction, like I said, the 31 Espionage Act charges not not having the right to possess 
documents related. And by the way, by the way, remember, what was the subpoena about? You know, and, and again, it shows you because they wanted to manufacture a crime from thin air. So what was the subpoena about? The subpoena was about, remember, it was about the PRA, the Presidential Records Act. Also, not even mentioned in the actual charges, in the actual, the 50-page indictment report does not mention a single time the Presidential Records Act, which was the basis for the whole subpoena to begin with. This is what they do, is they come up with some kind of fake pretext, get it, get, get a warrant. Then when they get that warrant, they get a subpoena, and it's based on something, and then they go in there and they force you, they pressure you, they put you under such enormous pressure that you're going to do some kind of mistake, some misstep, and then commit a crime, and then they charge you with a crime. It's like they did with Flynn, with Michael Flynn. Remember, if they if they, if they they scare you enough and they intimidate you and they come in and you're not ready, you're going to do something wrong, and then they pounce. But but the whole thing has nothing to do with the original reason they went out. It's, it's a manufactured crime. It's a process crime. It's a crime that only exists. It happened with Mueller again and again, a crime that only exists because there's an investigation to begin with. It, it's sickening. It's so sickening. This ta- It's a KGB tactic. We'll manufacture an investigation that should never even be happening, like the Russia hoax. Then we're going to go in there, scare everybody. Then you're going to do something. Well, maybe we should hide this. Maybe we should move this around, whatever. And then, oh, you see that? You, you were trying to hide. You were trying to mislead. You obstructed justice. And then they manufacture the crime of obstruction of justice. And then that beca- it's, it's unbelievable. It, it, it's beyond egregious. If they want to get you, they will figure out a way. Okay. Now they do have, so, so like I said, 31 counts Espionage Act. Not at all related to classified documents. Even if the documents are not classified, you can still be guilty of the Espionage Act as long as you are in possession of. Now, nobody cares about this law. This law, nobody hurt, nobody gets hurt by this. Uh, everybody does it. Pence did it. Biden did it. Obama did it. Bill Clinton did it. Everybody takes home documents from the White House relating to national defense. They'll never in a million years charge a former president with the Espionage Act, but they're charging him with that. Because the, the, the obstruction part, if, if they would ask him for a shopping list and he doesn't produce a shopping list or he colludes with his lawyer to hide the shopping list from the FBI, they can't charge you with obstruction of justice because there has to be an underlying crime. So they literally find some silly, bogus underlying crime. Nobody else is talking about this. But the, but, but the Espionage Act, that's what the 31 counts are. Nothing at all related to mishandling of classified documents. So supposedly they have damaging testimony from one of Trump's lawyers saying that basically Trump instructed him to either mislead or lie to federal investigators. Okay, now we have no idea what they threatened this lend. That sounds all that sounds all scandalous, right? Trump obstructed justice, right? They didn't destroy a single document. There were like 102 documents that were classified, right? That were given over eventually to federal investigators, okay? We have no idea what, what did they do to threaten this poor lawyer? I mean, remember how many associates of Trump ended up bankrupt, ended up with their, their families being threatened with indictments and everything else. They terrify, they intimidate these people. Look look at what they did to Michael Cohen. They get them to flip. So do I believe that Trump was like colluding with his lawyers to try to hide, the, hide these documents? There was nothing to hide. There was nothing here that was at all problematic that, that every president does not do, former president. He took home documents, boxes, thousands and thousands of documents and buried within them were 102 that were marked classified. Big deal. By the way, another great point that, that Gestetner made is if you read the indictment, it never says the documents were classified. It says the documents were marked classified. Documents marked classified. It never says documents that contain classified intel or classified information. It says documents that were marked classified. Why is that? Again, because as we said, they agree that the documents were no longer classified. They, they were so careful in their wording, documents marked classified, because they know 
that if they actually say these are docu- documents are classified, the, 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 the Trump def- defense attorney is going to be all over that. And they're going to say these are not classified documents. Trump, the president, declassified. OK, so like I said, Espionage Act, literally the quote is retention of documents related to national defense. That's a quote from the indictment. Nothing to do with the fact that they're classified. That's very important, very important because they're going to keep talking about how he mishandled classified information. That's not anywhere in the indictment. And they're going to have this uh, th- th- this transcript of Trump supposedly on a tape showing some kind of secret document to somebody and like bragging and saying, oh, you see this? This is my plan. I was going to attack a certain country. And this was a secret. I could have declassified it as president. There's a, there, that's a quote that they're saying from some sort of transcript that they have Trump on a tape saying, I could have declassified it, but now it's too late. I didn't declassify it. Irrelevant. It's irrelevant. OK, it's about defense. Uh, documents. It's not about classified. They're only they're only talking about that because they want the theatrics. They, whoever the jury ends up being, they want them to already have seen on the news again and again mishandled classified documents, mishandled classified documents, even though it's totally immaterial to the case. This is all about theater. Read it carefully. It is all about theater. All right. So let me read you here some quotes. And Alan Dershowitz does think that the Espionage Act is an issue not because of classif- being classified or not. He he he's worried that. Uh, you know, Trump knowingly discussed secret defense documents. He's worried that as far as the Espionage Act goes, that that could be Trump's downfall because Trump is like bragging to people, talking about military secrets. And first of all, we don't know. We don't know the context. We, 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 we're getting like this tiny little excerpt of a transcript of a recording. Like, I'm not buying any of this. I'm not buying that Trump, Trump they're saying Trump admitted that he didn't declassify it because he said, oh, too late now. We, we have no idea. You can't, you're having a conversation with somebody you're not under oath. You're not talking to investigators. So, like, to, to 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 try to extrapolate from that that oh, you see, it's a gotcha game. Like he said, I sh- it's too late now. So obviously, he didn't think he declassified it. Like, give me a break. I mean, people say things off the cuff all the time. You can't throw an ex president in jail over something silly like that. But Dershowitz thinks that the issue is <clears throat> that if Trump is sharing um, military secrets and he's no longer president, then uh, that could somehow be a violation of the Espionage He says, you know, the Espionage Act is not a big deal. It's a silly law, but it's a law in the book, so they could technically get him for it. But let me read you here, because Dershowitz said a lot more, and he really downplayed this whole thing. He's not saying Trump's not going to go to jail, but what he's saying is these charges are really bogus. Here's a quote from Dershowitz. There's not enough to justify this indictment. It doesn't meet what I call the Richard Nixon standard which was very clear obstruction of justice, destroying evidence, paying bribes. This is too close a case to bring against the man running for president against the incumbent president. And then Dershowitz wrote an op-ed. I'm going to read you some excerpts here. Quote, how do we know this is about political retribution, not the rule of law? Look at the case. One would expect that such an unprecedented criminal prosecution would be the strongest in political history. And yet what information do we have? I'm sorry, what information we do have suggests a weak case that would never have been brought if it weren't being brought against Donald Trump. Indeed, in my book, Get Trump, I predicted that, like how he throws the little plug in there for his book, but Dershowitz says, quote, in my book, Get Trump, I predicted Trump would be indicted, but even writing a book about the massive attacks Trump sustained from his political adversaries, I could not have imagined the DOJ would suffice with a charge as meager as the mere possession of classified documents. I thought they would go after Trump over some process crime growing out of the investigation. Ironically, the Espionage Act has been condemned by liberals, progressives, and Democrats. It's vague and capable of being stretched to cover political enemies. So are the other two charges that have been referenced, conspiracy to obstruct justice and lying to law enforcement officials. Contrast these flimsy accusations with those made against Richard Nixon, which included bribing witnesses, destroying evidence, and other concrete crimes. 
At the moment, there is no suggestion of such open and shut accusations. Instead, they seem closer to the accusations made against Hillary Clinton, which never resulted in an indictment. It will not be enough to show technical violations that are sometimes prosecuted, but often not. It's unlikely the recording of Trump showing classified documents to a writer will suffice unless prosecutors can establish the contents of these documents and that they were actually read by an unauthorized person. There must be evidence of willful conduct that violates clear and unambiguous laws, and that gives honest prosecutors no choice but to indict, end quote. That is Dershowitz. All right, so like I said, the bombshell recording, very questionable, very scandalous when you read the headline, but like I said, immaterial to the actual charges. And here's what's amazing. As I said, so many Democrats walking around who are real crooks, real criminals, corrupt. I mean, just every single crime under the sun and walking freely, no, and, 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 and you know, just knowing that they're Democrats and they're immune. OK, well, what happens if Trump wins the presidency? I mean, he could win it from jail. They're saying that he can run from pre- for president from jail. So what happens if he wins? And I know a lot of you are skeptical. I think anything could happen. I, I, I will I will never count the man out. He has surprised us too many times. But and yeah, and you have to know that, by the way, that this indictment, whatever ends up happening, this is only going to serve to like strengthen his base and galvanize his base, right? In terms, that, that's in terms of the primary, okay, and could impact the general, you know, to, to some degree. By the way, he's not losing a single Republican voter over this indictment. I just want to point out people who say, "Oh, you know what? This is going to hurt Trump in the primary." Listen, anyone who's supporting of Trump, supportive of Trump after January sixth and after everything that he's been through and after two impeachments and everything else. It's not like suddenly they're going to wake up and say, oh, but Trump got indicted over having documents in Mar-a-Lago. So that's it. I'm throwing Trump under the bus. I'm abandoning Trump. You know, January 6th, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm cool with that. But I can't handle the document scandal Mar-a-Lago. Give me a break. It's not just not going to happen. Now, I've got to make the point. If Trump does become president, OK, is he finally going to go after Hillary and Joe Biden, and Hunter Biden, and James Comey, and all these other Democrats. Could Number one, how could anybody blame him? Number two, how could he not? I mean, I blame him if he does not. I blamed him the first time around. But like, and unlike him, they're real crooks. And now the precedent has been set. Like, the big issue was, well, Trump can't, you know, him, he's got to appoint somebody like a Giuliani or somebody tough who's literally going to go after these people and throw them in jail. Because the big issue was, oh, Trump, you can't prosecute Hillary. What kind of banana republic? What is it, KGB, where you prosecute your political opponents? Well, that, that's what's happening. The precedent has been set. So if you, whoever, if DeSantis wins, he's got to prosecute Hillary. But I don't have the confidence that he's going to do it. But Trump will, and he should. And the argument that, listen, you can't do that. You can't put your political opponent in jail. We're not, we're not Iran. We're not North Korea. We're not Russia. We're not China. Well, that's out the window now because that is what is happening right before our eyes. All right. Hillary, as I said, deleted 30,000 emails from her illegal server, which were under subpoena. Okay. She smashed cell phones. She was not indicted. Biden, Biden stores classified documents in five separate locations. Um, over 1,800 documents. His people, they keep saying, well, Biden cooperated. Biden did not cooperate. Remember, they kept dripping out. They kept finding more and more. Months later, they're finding more documents in other places. How is that cooperating? Suddenly waking up months later after they're storing the documents. After years, by the way, because he sat on them for years. So I love when they say Biden cooperated. We have no idea if he cooperated. There's no basis to believe that whatsoever. And not to mention, Biden had no right to declassify the classified documents. 1800 documents and they were all over the place i mean uh, let me read you let, let me read you a quote here from trump a post from the truth social quote the corrupt biden administration has informed my attorneys that i've been indicted 
over the boxes host. Even though Joe Biden has 1,850 boxes at the University of Delaware, additional boxes in Chinatown in D.C., with even more boxes at the University of Pennsylvania. Meanwhile, bombshell revelations, as I told you, in the in the Joe Biden bribery scandal. How can they not be impeaching Biden? MTG, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she is furious that House Republicans refuse to impeach Joe Biden. I don't know how they cannot impeach Joe Biden with this bombshell revelation, these, this document, this FBI document that was revealed, the FD-1023, that now was shown to multiple uh, Republicans in the House. Let me read you here uh, some quotes from Marjorie Taylor Greene. She said on Thursday that according to this document, and this is, by the way, this came from an FBI informant. This is a highly credible FBI informant, somebody they've been using for over a decade. Okay, this is like a really, really credible source here, the source of this FD uh, uh, FD 1023 document, which we told you about. Burisma's owner allegedly paid $10 million to two Biden family members. And the, the FBI document revealed the payment was a bribe to get prosecutor Victor Shokin fired. Remember Victor Shokin? He was the prosecutor who was investigating Burisma and Biden threatened Ukraine. They said, he, he said, if you want our, our aid money, then you've got to fire this prosecutor who, by the way, was investigating Burisma for corruption. Burisma was Hunter Biden's company. He sat on the board of it. And now it turns out, according to this source, that Biden, Joe Biden, got millions of dollars in return for pressuring uh, Ukraine to fire the prosecutor. And here's what Marjorie Taylor Greene said, quote, it's part of business there in Ukraine. They will pay bribery money to get business deals done. Many businesses take that into account. They put it into their budget when they're preparing to buy another company or start another company. It's common practice in Ukraine to just like bribe somebody in order to, you know, make sure that you're squeaky clean and don't get charged with corruption. MTG also said the FBI document revealed Burisma's owner allegedly told this informant it would take 10 years to track down the payments made to the Biden family because of the numerous bank accounts that the money was funneled through. The the FD-23 form um, came from a highly credible confidential source who detailed multiple meetings and conversations they had with a top Burisma executive over several years beginning in 2015 Fox News learned, said that the confidential human source has been used by the FBI as a regular reliable source since 2010 and has been paid about $200,000 from the Bureau. Okay, so this is highly credible evidence that Joe Biden was was involved in this massive, massive scandal. This is beyond an impeachable offense, taking millions of dollars, millions of dollars from Ukraine and then and then pressuring Ukraine to fire this prosecutor, Viktor Shokin. Because he was investigating Hunter Biden's company, Burisma, and Biden made that decision, withholding foreign aid, quid pro quo, right, pay to play, whatever you want to call it, um, literally taking a bribe in return for political favors from for millions of dollars. It, it, it's, I mean, it is the scandal of the century. And uh, MTG said the informant has two pieces of evidence that show that Joe Biden himself received $5 million from Burisma. By the way, you know what's amazing? This was the information, what they're finally seeing now that implicates that Joe Biden got millions of dollars, $5 million from Burisma in order to pressure Ukraine to fire the prosecutor investigating Burisma, right? That was what Trump was looking for. Remember when Trump was impeached the first time, it was because of the phone call with, with Zelensky, the perfect phone call, right? Trump asked Zelensky to uncover this information. He wanted these details. He wanted to know how, what was this cover up? How did Biden, quid pro quo here, where Biden forced Ukraine to fire a prosecutor in return for 
in, in return for giving foreign aid to Ukraine to fire the prosecutor investigating Burisma, which Hunter Biden said on the border. That was the information. Remember, Trump asked Zelensky to help him uncover information. That was the information. And Trump got impeached. Okay, the real criminal is Biden. Trump was the one who was trying to catch and uncover the real crime, the real corruption, which was Joe Biden. Joe Biden's walking free. He doesn't get impeached. Look at the irony here. Trump gets impeached for looking for information to uncover this massive corruption, this massive scandal inviting, involving Joe Biden. Joe Biden now is now president. He ain't getting impeached. But Trump got impeached for actually trying to catch the corruption and uncover it. It's 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 surreal. It it, it sends chills down your spine. Unbelievable. All right. That's going to do it for today. I've got to just mention, you know, we told you that once they found the Biden classified documents, we said, listen, they're not going to uh, indict Trump for committing that same crime. Like that, that makes Trump immune. I believed that at the time. I guess you could say foolishly. I was wrong. Many, many experts said it. Many legal experts said it. They said there's no way. And it, and it just goes to show you how disgraceful the DOJ is, that they literally have Biden committing the same crime, only so much worse and they do indeed. So I was wrong. I'll admit that I was wrong. But they indeed did prosecute Trump. And you know, unless Trump is elected president, you know Biden's never going to get indicted. It's just, it's unreal. It is, it's insane. That's going to do it for today. And we will see you next time.